Welcome to the Leadership Void Podcast. Enrique and Vince here, and we're all about helping you develop and fill the areas of void in your leadership. Let's get started. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the Leadership Void Podcast. I'm Enrique and Vince. We're going to bring you one more guest that is blazing a trail and we love what they're doing uh, i'm gonna let vince introduce absolutely you know everyone welcome back we as you know we on our nation's tour national tour all around the country we're back in the alamo city in the lone star state this time we have a chance to speak with ruben ayala the ceo of triple nickel but before he gets into what he got going on let's just find out a little bit more, more about the gentleman behind that hat and that shirt so ruben take it away Hey, thank you, uh, fellas, for having me. Thank you for, uh, it's not too many times I get to come on a, a, a show and, and somebody saying my name uh, in the native tongue. That it sounds really good to hear. So thank you. <laughs> so yes, uh, I'm Ruben Ayala, and um, I'm the uh, CEO and founder of Triple Nickel. We're a, uh, a, uh, a, a lifestyle brand. We make, uh, we make clothing that represents uh, the military lifestyle with a different twist. Uh, and a little bit about me uh, and some commonalities I share with Vince and Enrique. I'm uh, a native of Puerto Rico. That's, uh, that's where I'm from. That's where I was raised. Uh, Spanish is my first language, and, and, uh, but now English is what, uh, what I use every day. And uh, I, I have a background in the, uh, in the Army. That's where I spent my career. After uh, I got out, I settled in San Antonio, and here I am. And, you know, we started Triple Nickel about uh, 90 days ago and that's that's what we're going to talk about today kind of the challenges and uh, what it took to put that together kind of where we're at and, and I'm looking forward to it yeah I'm loving it because uh, number one it, it is I think is the first time well maybe not the first time but seldom that we get three Puerto Ricans on the show at the same time but uh, we're so loud. happy <laughs> we're so happy uh, for that. And, um, uh, you know, you mentioned triple nickel. I, I took a peek behind the veil. So I know a little bit about the history, but why don't you share with us, you know, how you got here? Yes. So triple nickel and how I came up with the name, uh, how, you know, us as uh, me and my partners kind of brought it to where it's at. So real simple, uh, my partner, this, uh, Triple Nickel is, compi is comprised of four founders. It's myself, Cortez Riggs, who you know is a founder of Military, uh, military Influencer Conference. I have Chris McPhee and also uh, Rod Graham. And you know we're all Army veterans. And what's really crazy is, is we were all part of the 82nd Airborne Division at one point of our careers. That's where I started my career as an officer in the Army. I was an infantry officer. Uh, and all of us had this, this background there. And for me in 2020, as my business here in San Antonio kind of came to a standstill because of COVID and I saw all of the stuff that was going on uh, across the nation, especially after the death of George Floyd, I, I started to see the divisions in the country. Um, what, what caused me to take a closer look at what was happening in the veteran community was really what everybody was wearing. I never really noticed it up to that point. And what I saw was a lot of signs of division, a lot of signs of hate, and just a lot of 
just bad messaging, I thought, in my opinion. So me being a leader, I decided to take matters into my own hands and started formulating a plan. And that's what Triple Nickel came about. And the name uh, just came to me uh, as young paratroopers, if you're a minority, if you're black in the 82nd, you're really, you, 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 you just, you, you're indoctrinated into the history of the Triple Nickels, the 555th. You know, coming from Puerto Rico, we have the 65th Infantry, uh, and everybody knows about uh, the voting Uh And it's the same thing in the 82nd. Uh, during the segregation period, if you were a minority, that's, and if you wanted to be airborne, that's where you were placed. So us having that history and that lineage, it's a cool sounding name, and I thought it'd be a great way to pay homage to those guys uh, given that I, you know, I was an airborne uh, trooper my whole career, and, and uh, I, I thought it'd be a cool way to uh, bring that history forward. So that's how the name came about. And uh, one last thing I'll mention about that is that the reason we spell it N-I-K-E-L and not nickel is uh, we spoke to the association and to the uh, to some of the founding members of the 555th, and they advised us to spell it N-I-K-E-L and not nickel. Uh, that way, we wouldn't have any legal issues but uh, they love the idea. Historically, what you've got have going on sounds incredible. And I would definitely wish you all the best in your future endeavors. Um, knowing that you all only been around 90 days, uh, you came in right at the, at the, one of the peaks of the pandemic. So holding up is not the question. Really the better question right now is what are the challenges you face to start this great organization because so many folks are trying to just survive and here you are breaking into to the to the economy in this in this these challenges so you 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 parachuted in and let's go there so we'll have challenges <laughs> there going in man Vince, i like that yes we we jumped in um we jumped in, in into a hot dz um absolutely so i'm i'm going to I always I, I joke with the guys and I say, look, when we get really uh, when when this business becomes really successful, uh, we start to write our books about how we did it. This is going to be the uh, opening line. Would you start a business with people you really don't know in 90 days during a pandemic? You know, um, most people would say no. And out of the four of us, you know, there's only three of us who really knew each other pretty well. I never met Cortez before, uh, but we all became really quick uh, friends after sharing similar experiences, sharing similar ideas. But the idea of being able to give people some type of hope, uh, give people some type of vision that there is something different in so much division uh, was, was a powerful motivator for us not to wait because nobody knows when we're gonna be out of this pandemic. Um, and then when we started formulating the company in September of 2020, we were going into the elections. You guys know how divisive everybody was. A lot of the messaging coming out of the veteran community at that time was really toxic. So for us, we just, we had to do something uh, no matter what was going on, so yeah. Uh, it's a good analogy, Vince. Uh, yeah, we jump, we jump right in and we just did it. And um, yeah, a lot, of, a lot of good lessons learned are still coming from it. 
Now, uh, I love how Vince uh, put, put that uh, framework. Uh, and, and so now you're in, right? You're on boots on ground and things are happening. Um, yeah. You know, not much of the landscape has changed, right? Uh, uh, you know, we just came out of another little uh, week of, uh, of, of turmoil, if you may. Uh, but, uh, but things are looking brighter. And so mm -hmm. um, I, I'm glad that you started when you did, because guess what? It's usually when the fire comes and blazes everything up, that uh, fertile ground uh, it comes up and then all of a sudden you see start, sprouts coming up and new life. So I think that Triple Nickel is at the new life uh, stage right now and will grow into a, a wonderful forest. Um, so, but tell us what your vision is for the future here. What, how does, how does that look like for you? Yeah, good question. Thank you. So our vision for the future is pretty simple. I, I can, I can chop it up into small blocks. So I would say you take these next 12 months, our, one of our, one of our main core sets is to amplify people's stories. So like you guys, you have your podcast. We just started our podcast last month. And what we're doing is we're, we're picking individuals whose stories we want to get out into the mainstream because for whatever reason, their stories haven't been told or just, just people haven't heard them. So through our podcast, through our newsletter, and through our social media content, we want to just tell stories. So instead of going to our social media and you just see ads about our hats or our shirts, we're gonna to try to educate you and entertain you as much as we can. So that is the second mission set for us. The first being trend setting for change. And I think we've, we've, we've been able to do that these first 90 days, show people that you don't have to create a, a shirt design that says we're gonna punch you in your throat. And that is what you equate with a veteran brand. We can do something different. I don't have to brandish a gun. I don't have to take a really good looking woman, put her in a bikini and use that as my marketing strategy. So that's been our strategy with just trend setting for change. The third part of this, which is looking more towards 2021 and beyond is how we can inspire the next generation that's looking to serve. So I look at Vince, I look at you Enrique, you know, for me, I have kids, I'm sure you guys have kids and when I think of my kids and if they have any inclining to want to serve, I want them to have role models that look like them, that they can look and see themselves, you know, serving at that capacity. And that is what we want to do. And what is the best way that we can inspire those people that are looking to come in? Uh, and then the kids who are in the military now, we want to be able to inspire them and say, hey, you know, look at Ruben, look at Chris, look at Cortez. All these guys have served at high capacities in different capacities. We can do the same thing. So those are the conversations we're having now is what can we do that can inspire others to do different things in the military, to take those difficult jobs, stay in the military if you want to, or if you want to get out, it's okay and start your own business. Uh, you know, so... It's, it's painting a different picture of the veteran that isn't angry, you know, strife with PTSD issues or, you know, just, just that loner guy or girl. 
You know, we want to we want to paint a different picture for that veteran. So when you ask what is what's on the horizon for us, it's it's telling stories through our platform and three uh, inspiring uh, the future generation and those that are currently serving to just, to just do better things. Definitely a great mission, great legacy you want to leave behind, not only to your children, but to the future generation. So I commend you on that. Uh, and I love the fact that you want to change the perception of those that that have the, to interact with veterans and or hire veterans, because I share with folks that, you know, just think of a veteran, you know, we get into an, a situation that we have to love that brother and sister no matter what. So where else do you find that kind of camaraderie and teamwork? So we came from ground zero learning of each other. So there's there's many lessons learned that we can sh shine the light brighter on the veterans based on what you meant, mentioned the reaction of aftermath, after war, after combat. So totally commend you on the storytelling, either newsletter or through social media and podcast. So let's do a little quick uh, change because talk about change because change is inevitable, but growth is optional. So let's go into the growth phase of leadership. And speaking of leadership board itself, uh, we'll just start off with you. How about your own professional development? What areas did you work on to improve uh, your capabilities as a leader? Yeah, good question. Two things uh, I would say, uh, and then I'll throw in a third, but the number one is you got to read. And growing up, I, did, I didn't like to read. Um, and I didn't get into reading until, <laughs> you know, hey, you know, um, I think a lot of us in our community, we suffer from that. Um, and I did not start getting into reading until I was in my late 20s, um, coming out of the captain's career course and just seeing my peers. And I was really behind the power curve. So reading has opened up a, a world of, of free knowledge for me. And learning from other people's experience. Uh, number two is mentors, which is why I am so hard on Triple Nickel being positioning itself, uh, Triple Nickel positioning itself to be a mentor uh, for others to follow. You, you got to have people that you can call uh, and just be able to just get advice from, uh, free advice, not paid advice is free advice, uh, non-biased advice. Uh, those two things are, are so big. Uh, they were so big for my development to help me just mature and not be uh, a, an immature adult uh, and just make the decision. Um, and then the third on that list, which is, it helped me, but it's not a, it's not a, it's not a, a, a must do, I don't think for everybody, but education uh, and just, just, just getting, you know, furthering your education, whether it be formal, informal, uh, once you finish doing what you're doing now, or at every stage in, in, in your professional growth. I, I think those three things are, at least have been key for me. Yeah, that's a wonderful share. And uh, for those, uh, you, you, you mentioned, you know, the challenge in reading. And I, I quickly raised my hand, right? Because I, 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 it, it is something that... Uh, I wouldn't say plagues the minority community, but it's not something that's fostered. It's not something that is uh, encouraged. 
uh, all that much. Now, there are some that do encourage it. And, you know, kudos to them that take their, their children and their children's children and leave a legacy of reading. But uh, I love how you said it's free knowledge because it really is. Uh, lest you have to buy the book, then it's just a discounted knowledge, right? But, uh, <laughs> but um, in terms of leaders, you mentioned the, the officer course and you realized, oh man, I'm kind of behind the curve here. What advice would you give those up and coming leaders, those that are aspiring to be leaders uh, to help them get along a little faster than where you were at that time? Yeah, that's a that's another good question. So I would say for especially for those young, those young wannabe officers uh, or soon to be officers, whether you're an ROTC uh, or one of the military service academies or even uh, OCS is to put your ego aside and learn from your peers because everybody has a different track to get them to that point. And what I found, and these are my mistakes, I can remember being really young and having an ego the size of this room that was not necessary. But I would have peers whose fathers or, or you know, mothers were generals and, or, you know, uh, high-ranking members of the military. And those, and those kids, they... They had mentorship from from really early on that I didn't I didn't benefit from, and I could have learned from them um, had I put my ego aside. And, and you never know what what you can glean from your peers. Uh, and then obviously going back to reading, reading is reading is so paramount. Um, and I think those are the those that's the difference um, from from guys like us growing up, uh, whose whose uh, you know whose family members may not necessarily have those experiences we didn't get those benefits whereas some of our peers may have a, a leg up on us and just just listening to them and, and taking advice from them listening and just just being open-minded i didn't do that so <laughs> took me a long time <laughs> it's still taking us a long time to try to listen at times you know <laughs> you know listen to understand versus listen to respond as stephen covey says but it, it is a you know, it's always evolving to your point. Education is evolving. Reading is fundamental. It's not one thing that was ingrained in certain individuals like ourselves, but we understand the benefits and the rewards and having that mentor, as you mentioned. Uh, but let's just dive into some challenges because, you know, we all have certain challenges, uh, not just for the ego side, not only for those in OTS. It could be anyone even enlisted, <laughs> anyone around the room, any spectrum. But let's talk about your challenges. What challenges you faced or are currently facing and how do you deal with them? Yeah, um, so I, I, there's so many challenges, so I'll keep them to relegate to the business. Um, yeah, I can see and talk to you about my leadership challenges of raising kids too. But uh, you know, with, with regards to triple nickel and those leadership challenges, um, so you guys, as I've shared with you, I'm, a, I'm an officer, former officer, and all my partners are, are all E8, right? So I, I'm in business with three first sergeants, right? So that's a leadership challenge in and of itself, you know? So <laughs> I, got, I got three, you know, three type A personalities 
uh, everybody's hungry for blood and, and uh, man, just, you know, to get the four of us in the room and uh, especially through Zoom now uh, with, 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 with uh, the pandemic, everybody has great ideas. Uh, everybody has a vision on what we should be doing. So it's a, it's a matter of managing everybody's expectations and keeping us all on the same path. That is a leadership, you know, management class in and of itself. Um, and then like we mentioned before, you know, just having, having the opportunity to start a company in a pandemic environment when you're trying to create a logistical supply chain where you may not necessarily have the opportunity to meet the people you're in business with uh, to create that and get product to the customer in a timely manner is another leadership challenge. So all of these things uh, create the opportunity for each and every one of us to do something really cool with regards to leadership and making it happen. Because at the end of the day, the customer, they all they want is the product <laughs> in a timely manner. Uh, and they don't want to hear about your leadership challenges, right? So uh, it, it's been a great time to, to, to create um, SOPs and, and, and management principles to, to, make, to make Triple Nickel work. That's wonderful. And uh, the, the challenges are one thing, uh, but yes. uh, strategizing around that and still achieving your success, right? Your, your, your planned success is another thing. So when, when in terms of change, uh, how do you strategize and how do you get your team to strategize around those uh, moments where change is coming? So change, um, that's a tough one because we're, we're, we, we, we're always changing, especially here in the pandemic. Um, and I'll tell you one thing that has really been helpful um, in my previous lifetime as a, as a special forces uh, guy, um, three of my partners also uh, former uh, Green Berets as well. We have we call we every time we plan we, we 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 utilize an acronym called pace and and anything we do we have a pace uh and pace stands for primary alternate contingent and emergency so every time we plan to do something we have an alternate course of action a contingent course of action an emergency course of action so that is a great leadership lesson from our previous lifetime that we apply to everything that we do. Uh, so we never find ourselves with too many surprises and we can always continue to execute. So I would say when, when it comes to managing change, we utilize that pace principle in everything that we do to, to try to manage a lot of change, if that makes sense. Oh yeah, definitely does. You know, you definitely have to manage and see what, what's unknown, what's coming and you have to be ready. Uh, and that's definitely one thing we have learned. All of us have learned in the military. Practice, 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 right? <laughs> Hurry up and wait. Yep. Um, so definitely appreciate uh, everything you shared. Uh, 
and for folks out there, because Triple Nickel, again, parachuted in three months ago, and here we are, um, how do folks get a hold of you or a Triple Nickel itself? Yeah, you can find us anywhere uh, at triple underscore nickel, N-I-K-E-L. And that's on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Snapchat, uh, TikTok, Pinterest. It's all the same. And of course, if they want to check us out on the website, triplenickel.com, again, N-I-K-E-L will get you there. Outstanding. And if you want to get a hold of us, and we'll make sure that we put all that uh, information as part of the video or the notes. But uh, we are at the leadership void at gmail.com. You can email us any requests you would like to hear about as far as shows, content that you would like to hear, uh, anything you would like for me and Vince to wear on your behalf. Hint, hint, right? So, <laughs> but, uh, but not just to you, Ruben, not just to you, Ruben, but everybody that's listening that would like to be on our show. If you, if you would like for us to wear your gear, you know, represent you as we're doing the show, we'd be glad to do so. Uh, but uh, we'd be looking for any content ideas you want us to cover and, and we'll curate those and make sure that uh, we get you uh, on the right track on the leadership scheme. Now, uh, we're going to talk a little bit, and I know Vince is going to cover this right now, uh, but uh, I, I just want to give you a preview. This nice little book right here, and Vince is going to talk about it. Oh, oh, yeah, absolutely. I will. But before I do, I just want to say, you know, Ruben, it's been a pleasure having you on the show. And you are changing the narrative when it comes to apparel to have more unity, you know, so I'm grateful that that Triple Nickel has parachute in to our world. And, and we definitely, I hope you coined that phrase down the road, <laughs> but it's been definitely a pleasure, definitely changing. Uh, apparel is also symbolic to, to represents us. So continue forward with that. Uh, but for what, as Enrique mentioned, we are trying to reach our subscription goal of 100 in our YouTube channel, The Leadership Boy Podcast. We are 92 strong folks. We need eight more folks to be on there to win that book. You are going to enter that drawing to win that book from the Prairie to the Pentagon from one of our season one guests. So please make us hit 100 this week. Only eight more. Uh, and also want to just let you know, our give back is our radio check. Our radio check happens every 1st and 15th of the month. And what we do at 1900 hours, we just open a space to check in with our brothers and sisters in arms. It's a live broadcast. Your faces are not shown. It's just a video. Uh, it's just a, a chat itself. So please join us on the first and 15 at 1900. And next week, we are continuing our nationwide tour. We're going to Falls Creek, Wisconsin. And we're going to sit down with another dynamic leader and veteran. So we hope you join us then. But for today, Ruben, thank you for being here. Godspeed. Hope all is well. And continue with Triple Nickel and your endeavors. Awesome. Thank you, guys. I appreciate it. Thank you for tuning in to the Leadership Void Podcast. If you have any topics you would like to discuss or you are dealing with leadership issues, be sure to write us at theleadershipvoid at gmail.com. Don't forget to subscribe and share. 
Until next time.